This, this, this is you. K U T. K U T. Austin. Stop. I used to get mad at my Welcome to Higher Ed, KUT's podcast focusing on issues of higher education, lifelong learning, and exercising the brain. I'm Jennifer Staten with KUT 90.5, Austin's NPR station, joined as always by Dr. Ed Berger, president of Southwestern University in Georgetown, Texas. Hello, Ed. Hello, Jennifer, and welcome back to campus. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad to be back for uh, some more podcast fun here on the Southwestern University campus. I'm actually... I'm glad I caught you today. You've been a busy guy traveling around a lot. You serve yes. on on a lot of boards and a lot of commissions, all that have to do with higher education. And I thought it would be a good time to check in today in between these trips to right. sort of find out what what are the topics that you and your colleagues are talking about or kind of at the top of your list these days as issues that are of importance to you in the coming year in higher education? Uh, sure. Well, I mean, it's basically what you're seeing in the news, uh, what you are seeing in higher ed. Uh, just got back from the Council of Independent Colleges, President's Institute, and then there was a, a Associated Colleges of the South had a, a presidential uh, retreat. And so the topics are, are really what we're hearing about nationally. And, and so uh, implications of... Uh, of the new tax bill and, and the implications to higher education is something that we're trying to, to understand. Uh, obviously, uh, immigration issues are, are really on the forefront. Uh, Dreamers and, and, and DACA are things that are heavy uh, in, in higher ed. Um, the costs of higher education uh, remain a real concern. That, that, uh, and also the sustainability in terms of you know, how... The costs, not just for the students, but the cost for the institutions. I mean, the the costs continue to go up and escalate. And how do you balance that? So making education affordable while also uh, making sure that, you know, institutions will be around uh, for the long term. Obviously, the notion of recruiting and retaining excellent students and students that that are the right fit for for, uh, the the individual campus and making sure that – that you're bringing in the students who are going to resonate with what they're being offered. And, and then the overall issue of, of civility, uh, conversation, uh, free speech. Uh, these are things that uh, continue to, uh, to challenge us all as we try to, you know, take uh, a diversity of perspectives and uh, thoughtful, thoughtful perspectives and try to make meaning of them. You know, all of those topics that you talked about, every single one of them, as you were saying them, I could think back to a course or a topic that could be studied in a liberal arts education that's applicable to that. Politics, economics, sociology, and geography. I mean, it's just interesting to me that all of those are very wrapped up in what also what you all are teaching students. Psychology, sociology, anthropology, history. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Very much so. And Ed, I'm especially interested in one of those you mentioned that we have talked about before. And it seems like every time we talk, it's always sort of on the front burner of everybody's minds. But that idea of civility and civil discourse and free speech. And 
I would say also managing differences of opinion. You know, we're right. always talking about how to have fruitful and thoughtful conversations with people who have a variety of viewpoints. That's always a salient topic. That's right. In fact, we're going to be, you know, every other year, Southwestern University hosts what's called the Roy and Margaret Schilling Lecture. Uh, and it's a series that's been going on for, for quite a while. And uh, we bring in uh, thought-provoking speakers who uh, engage not just with the Southwestern community, but the broader community. So it's open, in fact, to the public. You need tickets, which you can get, but uh, they're available. And this is going to be on, um, on Wednesday, January 31st at 7 p.m. And the speaker is Jonathan Haidt, who is currently uh, a um, professor of ethical leadership at NYU's uh, Stern School of Business. And he comes uh, there via a long career as a professor of psychology uh, at uh, University of Virginia. And and he's going to be talking about this very issue. I mean, his title is uh, The Age of Outrage. Uh, what is it doing to our universities and our country? And, and I think it's a really thought-provoking topic. It is a very thought-provoking topic. And actually, I want to turn that question around to you then, since you are on a very active campus every day. The Age of Outrage, what is it doing to our colleges and universities in our country. I mean, what what do you see on campus with your students and to the many institutions that you travel to? You know, we're in a time of people have strong opinions and lots of channels and avenues via social media for expressing them. Right. Well, I think there is an enormous amount of, of emotional exhaustion due to the discourse. And as you point out, I think social media does not help that because you just... Uh, have access to everyone's feelings and and everyone's thoughts and and then kind of what what reality is, and balancing all of that while you're trying to uh, think about big ideas is is a challenge. And so I think there's a lot of uh, emotional exhaustion that that we're seeing across the country. Frankly, I think it's not just relegated to students. I mean, I I feel exhausted sometimes, and I'm, and I'm sure I know my faculty. I'm sure do, and I'm, I think you know the rest of us do as well. But you're seeing that absolutely. Do you think that that emotional exhaustion, and I think that's such a, a vivid and descriptive phrase, do you think that emotional exhaustion has an impact on the learning process, on what students are, are here to do? Oh, absolutely. In, in a variety of ways. First of all, it often will uh, lead what students want to talk about. You know, it leads the conversation. But also, I think it, it impacts, you know, if you if you how you feel is is going to impact how you learn. And, and so uh, in some cases, I think it amplifies the conversation that's going on in a classroom. And I think in other cases, it actually distracts from thinking about something because you might be saying, I'm really passionate about this other thing. How could I possibly focus on that when in fact, I really want to think about this. And, and so it, it pulls you and, and, and I think what it does is it, it, it makes us less effective because we don't have that kind of focus on here's what I need to be you know, thinking about. Here's a direction in which I can grow. Here's a direction in which I can, I can actually contribute to society in a positive, long-term, productive way uh, versus saying, I'm really, really angry about this thing and, and I'm just I'm going to explode. Well, well that's, that's not as effective in a way. Do you think if you take that this whole situation that you're describing, that whole experience on um, the emotional exhaustion and the impact that it has, 
can we bundle all of that together and say, yes, it does, it does, can negatively impact the experience, but can it also be a learning experience? Do you think, can students and faculty and staff and everybody in a learning community go, wait a minute, something's going on here. Let's look at what's going on, but let's also look at what we can learn from it. Absolutely. But I think that that one's mindset has to be pointing in that direction. So if your mind is not there and someone else comes along and says, hey, why don't we use this as a learning, you know, a moment of learning? Uh, you know, they might say, you know, no way, uh, you know, uh, we want to deal I'm with this issue. I'm too mad and busy to learn. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. And and even talking about the notion of civility, I, you could imagine that some people would actually find that potentially off-putting because maybe you're trying to silence me by having me behave. And, and civility is not a matter of behaving, but it's a matter of having a respectful discourse with individuals who have thoughtful ideas that might not be on the same page with you. And that is what the academy is about, period. And if that is not your cup of tea, then then really a liberal arts uh, environment probably is not a good fit because the idea is you're supposed to welcome uh, different strands of thoughtful uh, ideas and engagement and, and debate and, and reflect and analyze them and change. So, Ed, I always try to welcome... Um a variety of strands of thought and learning in the puzzler. And so <laughs> wow. I'm ready for I'm ready for the puzzler. It has to do with a random walk. I'm remembering this from the previous episode. I'm ready. Right. So let me remind our listeners what uh, what the puzzler was. So you uh, are uh, have a street. So think of it as a line if you want, and then it's it's marked off with numbers. So there's, you know, zero at the origin, and then one, two, three, four going to the right, and maybe negative one, negative two, negative three going to the left. And you are standing uh, at the center point at zero, and you take a coin, you flip it, and if it and it, it's a fair coin. If you And it lands one way, you move one unit to the right. If it lands the opposite way, you move one unit or one block to the left. And so, for example, if you, let's say, heads, you move to the right. If you see heads, heads, tails, then you'd move one step to the right, one step to the right, and then one step to the left, and so forth. The question is, if you, uh, this is called a random walk, if you uh, flip the coin uh, endlessly and you go for a long random walk, will you eventually return back to where you started? And if so, would you do that more often than just once, or or once is 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 the answer? And then... Can you generalize this so that suppose that you have many streets? So now imagine like a grid. Ah, yes. So, so you're like on the plane. So you have kind of an X and a Y axis. And so you can, you can have two coins and one coin tells you right or left one unit. And then the other coin you flip ah. and tells you up or down. And then given, you know, there, if you start at the origin and you start to walk around, you know, the plane, will you eventually get back to uh, where you started? And, and if so, will you do it infinitely often or not? Um, well, I'm just dizzy. Are you dizzy? Well, so am I. So welcome to my world. But I decided that, that maybe I should treat the, the puzzle solution itself like the puzzler. So I, I have here a coin. Oh, oh. And what All I'm right. going to do is we're going to see if it lands heads up, okay. I will tell you the answer. Okay. And if it lands heads, uh, well, uh, tails up, okay. then in fact, I'm going to make it a mathematical cliffhanger and people get oh. another week to think about it. Okay. Okay. You ready? So right, here we go. go. Here we go. Okay. Silence, please. Okay, I'm going to look. All right. It's tails. Oh, we got to wait. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger, so people can still keep thinking about it. What's but it's an interesting question. It's What's an interesting that question. saying? Good things come to those who wait. Exactly, like exactly. And not to be angry by the being patient, but in fact, just having the, the mindfulness of being 
patient. I'm going to learn from from the time of being patient and think more about the puzzler. And, and I've also been thinking, just as we wrap up here, about the lecture coming up. I'm intrigued by the speaker's title. Remind me again, the sure. speaker. Sure. So uh, the speaker is Jonathan Haidt who is a professor of ethical leadership at NYU's Stern School of Business, a noted author, New York Times bestseller author. Uh, And his title is The Age of Outrage. Uh, What is it doing to our universities and our country? Uh, Just go online to southwestern.edu and go to the Schilling Lecture and you can get tickets. So I'm very intrigued that he's the professor of ethical leadership. And what intrigues me is that we have to say, ethical leadership. Exactly. It's interesting. I mean, his research really uh, is in, in, uh, in uh, kind of moral ethics and things of that sort, but uh, his interests uh, also are in leadership. And the fact that we have to amplify the word leadership is um, a, apparently where we are today. Dr. Ed Berger, thank you for helping us understand where we are today with all of this. Dr. Ed Berger is president of Southwestern University in Georgetown, Texas. You can find out more at southwestern.edu. And you can keep up with the news and other episodes of Higher Ed at KUT.org. I'm Jennifer Staten, KUT News.